Hi, I'm Sarah, and this is my story, Court Update Edition. In the third episode of my podcast, I gave you um, a little bit of a life update about court, some harassment I have been experiencing online, um, and I had court um, a few days after I recorded that podcast episode. And now that we're on the other side of that, I have some updates for you. But before we get into that, I want to thank you for your support because I have reached enough of you listeners um, to start monetizing my podcast episodes. And so I just wanted to say thank you for your support. Um, and I have a quick ad if you will hang out with me for just a minute um, to thank you for your support and um, to make this possible. Again, thank you so much for your support, for caring about me and us and our story. Um, now let's go ahead and get to the court update. All right. So just to recap what led us to court these past couple of weeks, um, I had an order of protection. I have an order of protection against my abuser and way back when I first got it, he violated it multiple times. He pled guilty to that. Um, and my, as part of his conviction, I was granted an order of protection for two years. Now, those two years were set to be up, like, right now, like, in October, the end of October of 2022, which, obviously, I did not want this order of protection to expire because we as survivors want every barrier against our abuser as possible. And so, about a month ago, I connected with my attorney, as I mentioned, the one who had handled my order of protection um, two and a half years ago, just about when this all first happened. Um, and I explained the situation um, and hired her on again uh, to work towards uh, renewing the order of protection. So cut to about October 13th. Um, my attorney filed the paperwork with the court requesting, well, submitting a petition to renew the order of protection. And so she emailed me on Thursday, that October 13th, and said she had just gone to the courthouse. She got the paperwork, and they had given us a court date for that following Monday of October 17th, which was four days later, um, and said we would go before the court. I would be able to attend via Zoom since I do not live in the area anymore. Um, and she then asked me for Matthew's email addresses, and I gave her the ones that he had used in court for the lawsuit. She did her due diligence, notifying him um, of the court hearing. And then come that Monday, October 17th, we had uh, court in the afternoon. Now, court was set for 1.30 p.m. Chicago time. And my attorney had emailed me that she would be a little bit late because she had another court hearing at that time um, that she had scheduled first. And so I uh, attended via Zoom um, through work. I luckily had an off period um, and I asked a very generous colleague to use her room um, to attend this court hearing virtually. Um, and so I signed on and the judge um, called our case a few minutes after 1.30, um, but my attorney wasn't present yet. And so um, we had to wait. And during that time, I was um, able to listen to a couple other court hearings. And it was just very interesting hearing the two cases that I witnessed um, petitioning for an emergency order of protection. Um, 
and hearing their stories and how, you know, these abusers were threatening them with guns and just horrible, you know, horrible threats. And it made me reflect on when that was me two and a half years ago on that June morning, standing in front of a judge petitioning for my emergency order protection and detailing the abuse and the things that Matt had done to me and to Kirby and to Daisy and how the judge had looked at me and he looked me in the eyes and said, I have to tell you, this is one of the most egregious cases I've ever seen. And I think about that quote from time to time And I was really present to that as I was witnessing these other victims um, petitioning for their emergency order protections because my case is extreme and severe and egregious. And it was very, like I say, humbling or centering to reflect on that of what we went through, what I went through and what I survived um, as I was witnessing other people trying to get protections and orders of protection um, for their situations as well. So finally at around, oh, it would have been 2.15-ish Chicago time, my attorney was present on Zoom after some technical difficulties and the judge called our case and he looked at the name Matthew Berry and the judge said, Oh, I remember this guy, the animal abuser, right? And that was just like, when he said that, I was like, like, take note, like either, and I'm sure this is true, like Matt has a reputation amongst judges, again, like in the world of being an animal abuser. And I mean, to have that reputation with a judge in a courtroom, I mean, that is real. That is very real. And the judge for him to say that was like, wow, like, yes, um, And to have him just, that was really interesting um, for him to say that. Um, But as the judge was looking at the case, you know, he was commenting that when I was granted what's called a plenary, I think that's how you pronounce it, order protection, um, which is the permanent two-year order protection, um, it was after Matt had pleaded guilty to the two counts of violating my order of protection. And as part of his terms of pleading guilty, he agreed to me getting this two-year order of protection. And so the judge on Monday was referencing that and saying, well, you know, since he did agree to this, we really should have him present in court just to kind of give him the opportunity um, because Matt wasn't present at court um, at this past hearing. Um, And so the judge said, all right, let's meet again in a week, um, you know, just to kind of dot our I's, cross our T's and do our due diligence. And then we'll we'll get this thing sorted out. And so we scheduled our next court hearing for um, what was this past Monday, um, yesterday, October 24th. Now, I have made every attempt over the past two and a half years to be at every single court hearing. And I have gone to 99% of them. And I I think I've honestly missed one um, of the many court hearings that I have um, been scheduled to attend. And so I had emailed my attorney last week and said, you know, hey, I'm going to be teaching during the time of the court hearing. Do I have to be present? Um, And 
I didn't hear back, which, you know, fine. Um, and then yesterday morning, the day, the morning of the court hearing, she emailed me back and said, oh my gosh, sorry, I've been sick. Um, yes, it really, really, really would be preferable if you were able to attend, you know, via Zoom, obviously. And if not, you know, I'll let the judge know. But if you can make it work, like, please, it would be really beneficial if you were there and present, obviously. So mind you, I'm at work already when I get this email that I'm supposed to attend the court hearing because my thought was like, I go to all of these court hearings. I make it work. I take off of work to be present and Matt doesn't show up like most of the time. Like he wasn't there that past week. Um, you know, so why am I bending over backwards for this? And so to hear that I should be there, um, made me really anxious and stressed out. And I started scrambling to find a coworker to cover my class for a few minutes. I had to ask another coworker to use her room, um, to have the zoom hearing and all doing this in secret because I haven't told any of my new coworkers yet about my story, um, which is a, you know, a whole nother thing because I try to compartmentalize and just be myself during sometimes when I can in my life. Um, but that was pretty stressful. And luckily my coworkers came through and I had one come and watch my class for a few minutes and then another gave me her classroom to use so I could attend the court hearing virtually. And so I did let my attorney know that, okay, I'll be present, but just so you know, I, I have to leave at 145 because, you know, I've got my class. And she said, okay, that's fine. So come, you know, right about 125 um, or so, my coworker came to cover my class for a few minutes. I snuck out. I told my class, I'll be right back. I have a quick meeting. Um, and I ran to this classroom to sign on to Zoom. And you know, we're sitting there and what happens is like the judge calls, calls multiple cases, right? And there's an order and you don't get to pick it. You don't know what's coming up. And so I was sitting there and like watching time tick by and just our case wasn't being called. Our case wasn't being called. And then it got to be 147 and I had to make the decision of, I don't know how long this is going to take, but I can't have my coworker just, I can't leave my class. You know, I want to be back with them. And so I signed off the Zoom which, you know, felt uncomfortable, but because I want to be there and I want to hear what the judge has to say and I want to be present, but I have work and I have other responsibilities and, you know, I do the best that I can. Um, and so I signed off the Zoom and I texted my attorney and I was like, sorry, you know, you know, I had to leave at 145, but, um, you know, I'm so sorry that I had to leave. So I went back to my class. I started teaching my class and, you know, I texted that to my attorney. And then a few minutes later, my attorney texted me and said, we got it extended for two more years. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like we'll take a minute here and just like be glad and excited and celebrate that like I got the order of protection extended for two more years. That is something that's huge. I mean, we'll be going on, it'll be over four years that I will have had an active order of protection against my abuser. And that is something I am so, um, I don't take for granted because I know there's a lot of victims and survivors out there that don't get that. Um, but I'm working hard to do what I have to and follow the rules and, you know, follow these procedures to be protected. And, um, and it worked. And the judge saw my case again. He saw the petition that states that Matthew Berry is, you know, the defendant in a felony criminal trial for killing Kirby. He saw 
the reference to the bio that Matt had made on TikTok saying horrible dog parent Sarah Manos trying to frame me for the deaths of her dogs and said, yeah, this woman needs to be protected for two more years from this guy. Like that, that's good. That's really good. And so after um, I was notified from my attorney that we got the order protection extended for two more years, I emailed the victim advocate in Will County because she had asked to be, you know, kept in the loop about this. And I emailed her to let her know that, hey, like this was extended. And I sent her a copy of the petition where, you know, it cites that Matt is this defendant in this felony trial and it's documented in court, you know, that Matt's harassing me on social media. And to me, I think it's interesting because to my knowledge, like the last bio I saw on this TikTok account was saying, you know, Sarah Manos filing a false police report is a crime, you know, and like trying to threaten me with that. But like I took that and went straight to court and I won. Like he is trying to abuse me. He's trying to harass me and threaten me and intimidate me. And I took that to court and I won again. So anyway, I emailed that, um, the update to the victim advocate of Will County, um, because again, I'm no expert in court or anything, but to me, like this feels like it could be more evidence that a judge saw my case again and agrees that I need to be protected from Matt for two more years. I mean, when you're uh, like, like when you're a defendant in a felony trial, and you're intimidating a witness and like that's been like decided in court that I need to be protected from you for two more years. Like that just cannot help your case. And it's good for us. You know, I mean, it's true. And everything we do is just, you know, for the good. Um, and that's just, you know, so I let her know. Um, and then I did tell her too that I will officially be present at the next pre-trial hearing for his felony trial um, on Monday, November 21st. And that was something I was a little bit back and forth about. Um, like, do I want to fly into Chicago? Like, do I want to pay the money? Do I want to miss work? Um, but it will be my Thanksgiving break. And I just have felt this calling to be there and to be present. And as I've been reflecting on this, it's just like this knowing and understanding that he is going to be there. He is going through court. He has been charged with felonies because of me. Because of me. Because I fought for this. Because for two and a half years, I have not let this end. Because I have fought for what's right and I have fought for justice. And it's because of me that he is going through court. And I want to be there to see that. I want to be in the courtroom seeing him be held accountable for torturing and killing Kirby because that is what I did. I put him there, right? Granted, I didn't press the charges, but I didn't give up and I fought for this and I want to be there to see that. I want to see like my hard work. And that just, so I bought the plane ticket. And I will be flying into Chicago for that weekend um, to be present at the pretrial hearing. And I, like on my drive to work this morning, I was reflecting on that about the day that I flew into Chicago. 
in January, right after New Year's, to file the police report. And I was just remembering, and this is like going to make me emotional to talk about. But like I got to the airport, I left my apartment at like four o'clock that morning. And I flew in to Chicago and I got there at like 10 o'clock on that morning. And my mom picked me up from the airport and she drove me directly to the Mokina police station. And I had my bag full of evidence of all the files, of all the documents, everything organized neatly, all the contacts, everything. And I went to the police station and I waited for an officer who took my report. And that officer was so just great. And I recently wrote him a thank you letter for being so kind and present because after everything I've been through with the police, I'm very jaded or I had been and, and very hesitant to trust them. Um, but when I had filed that police report that January day at the Mokina police department, the officer heard my story and was just shocked that like Midlothian hadn't done anything. And so to have had that experience, you know, with that officer and Mokina and then my mom like picked me up from the police station and took me basically directly back to the airport. And I flew home to Chicago that night. I mean, I flew home from Chicago that night. And it was just like a whirlwind. Like I flew into Chicago for a day to file a police report. And because I did that, Matthew Barry has been charged with three felonies for torturing and killing my dog, Kirby. And that makes me emotional. That makes me really emotional to think about because it's just after everything, everything, literally flying in to sit the city for a day. And here we are like on like the pursuit of justice. So I decided I'm going to be there and I know it probably won't be a huge thing. Like whatever happens at that pretrial hearing, like whatever, I just want to be in that courtroom and I want to see my hard work pay off. And I want to see him be held accountable for torturing and killing Kirby. And we all know what he did to Daisy and what he did to me, but I, I'm going to be there and I'm going to be present and I'm going to see the good happening. So I bought my flight home. I'll be there for the weekend, attend this pretrial hearing in person and then, you know, fly home and, and come back here and update you guys on, you know, any news that is to come. Um, but for now, that is the update that I have for you. A good one. And we lean into the good because it doesn't always happen. And so when we come by good, we lean into it. And so Rosie and Joey are here telling me that it's time to end this episode and come hang out with them. Um, and thank you for tuning in and listening as always. Thank you for your care. Thank you for your support. And I will see you on the next episode. Take care.